This is an ABC podcast. On this episode of Simple to Just Get Ready, Set and Go, because it's all about competitions. Yes, to celebrate Australia's best competition competition launching last week, we are scouring the country for your best compete stories. You'll hear from a bunch of very competitive people who have put their mind, body and relationships on the line for the sake of competition. Completely exploded. What? Like the serial killer? The, yeah, the serial killer, yeah. No! Did you say you died? <laughs> Are you back from the dead? What? Are you a ghost? I am back from the dead. At what point did you realise you were <laughs> swimming in the pool of one of the most famous musicians of all time? <laughs> like, too late. Like... <laughs> Is this a Ratatouille situation? What? Wow. Oh, here we go. Hello. Hello. Hi. Simply the Jest. Australia's best stories. Hello there. Welcome to Simply the Jest. My name is Lewis Hobber. My name is Michael Hing. And toot toot, I'm little skipper Jess Perkins. <laughs> yes, she toot, is. Toot. That's exactly who she damn well is. Don't you forget it. G'day, Perko. How's it going? Oh, my God. I mean, I'm here. I'm with you. What more could I personally ever ask for? A million dollars. No, it's beyond my reach, and I've accepted that. $100. <laughs> oh, maybe, but I'll take time with my friends instead. Wow, wow, how nice. <laughs> and when are your friends showing up? Oh, boom! <laughs> Damn, savage. Bam. And only, only someone who loved and respected me would make jokes like that at my expense. Perko, what a delight <laughs> to be back with you, and thank you to everyone who uh, listens to Simply the Jest. Uh, it is a podcast where we get your stories each week. On a new topic, uh, the topic is chosen by Perko. The winner, the very best story of the week, is also chosen by a little skipper, Jess Perkins. That person is simply the Jess this week. Mm-hmm. And this week, all of our stories are about competitions. Uh, compete is the topic. Now, there will be those uh, eagerly-eared listeners who will say, did you not do a competition episode in March? Did we? I didn't know that. And I ne- clearly neither did you, Michael. No. Neither did you, Pergo. Nah. Nah. We do a lot of these. But I we just, do a lot. I went to, um, uh, I, I have, we have a folder where we save all of our like stuff. Anyway, I was just looking at that a few minutes ago and I went to type in compete and two different files came up. I was like, oops. <laughs> but I will say, I think compete has a slightly different tone to competition. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do yeah, we all I agree? agree. Yeah, agree. yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't think I need to say any more than that. No, no, no. I don't need to go into details and give examples of why it's different. <laughs> but it would be interesting to see which, which episode oh. of the two compete slash competition episodes <gasps> is the best episode involving stories involving competitions. And in fact, see. Michael, that's exactly why we did it. <laughs> we're back. <Yep. laughs> uh, now, obviously, we're talking about being competitive and whatnot. Now, Perko, is there anything that gets you competitive? Because you seem like someone who's pretty easy come, easy go about victory, life, mm. love, your career, I guess. <laughs> yeah. If, if I'm like the way you dress, I imagine. <laughs> I just, I think I accepted early on that winning wasn't for me. Um, but you're such a winner. You've got such a winning attitude. I do, and that's because I don't care about most things. I think the only thing that gets me a little bit competitive is an ongoing competition slash tournament that my partner and I have mm. where we play air hockey and oh. uh, we do get we do get a little bit fired up doing that. It started on a road trip a few years ago in a small town. We found ourselves like in a little arcade room and there was air hockey and we were like... Pfft. 
hell yeah, let's play air hockey. And then everywhere we went from there, we kept finding air hockey. And now we seek it out and we play air hockey all the time. Damn. And we call it the Slater Cup. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah. I think I think one time Aiden got like, like he, he did, did a good shot and then went Slater. <laughs> <laughs> so now we call it the Slater Cup. Um and obviously, What's that a quote? Oh. I have no idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, that, that is a story that um, is meaningful to the two of you, but to people outside of the relationship is pointless uh, because obviously, you know, I, I, I've never felt that emotion of love like you have. <laughs> oh, interesting. Um, but, <laughs> Jessica, I mm. also know that you are a black belt in the kicking sport, the art of kicking, <laughs> Taekwondo. Ah! Uh- not, I didn't quite get to black. Yeah, belt. I feel oh, no. like that. I was like, I don't think that's true. No, where'd you get to? I got to red. That's pretty which, good, isn't it? Which was yeah, the one under black belt. Oh, so damn. Not, not terrible. Did but I was ever, also a teenager. I did was you a, ever do yeah. um uh, fights? Yeah, yeah, fights. I guess that's what a, a taekwondo, taekwondo competition is. It's a fight. Did you ever fight yeah. someone? No, I didn't. Didn't go to competitions. <laughs> what? I didn't go to competitions. I didn't do like piano exams. I, if there's an opportunity for me to like push myself, uh-huh. I will not do it. I love you so much. That rules. <laughs> That's the best attitude anyone could ever have because the direct opposite of you, hello, is Lewis Homer. Hello. His catchphrase is anything can be a competition if you make it one. I think that's true. I think there are lots of things that people don't realize I am competing with them against. <laughs> I shit you not, this morning I turned up to work. I happened to come to work, what, maybe a minute before Lewis, because we were doing seconds. a radio interview. 90 seconds. <laughs> Lewis saw me walk into the elevator, and when I got up, when he got upstairs, he goes, you, you got there to work for me? That's going to ruin the day. He's never gotten to work before me. <laughs> Not ever. Wow. Not ever. That was the first time. Is he always time. close behind? No, I turn up whenever I want. Yeah. But, um, Lewis, but But because we had a thing on today, I turned up early, and Lewis has, um, it's ruined Lewis it's for ruined today. ruined you. Yeah. <laughs> I I am competitive. Yeah, <laughs> you're 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 um, the most competitive person I've ever Which met. Which is, I tell you why that's annoying. It's because I'm not that talented at stuff. Mm. <laughs> like I'm okay, but I, I want to be clear. It's not just the co- competitive. Like you want to be the best you can be. Mm. You also want to, I guess, tear down your enemies. Um, like I know, for example, yeah. you regularly check the podcast charts where this podcast is yep. and you look at the podcasts around us and mm-hmm. you think of ways to ruin mm-hmm. their podcasts and make ours better. No, that's not necessary. I, I fantasize about them being ruined <laughs> externally. But you don't plan anything. <laughs> I don't plan anything. I think that's actually another problem with my comp- my competitive nature. No, follow through. Is there's not enough, yeah. <laughs> like I, you know, I'll, I'll look at the people above, above us and I'll be like, smartless. Those assholes. What um, Will Arnett? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then I won't. So I'm not going to go and kill Will Arnett. So you just love to fester in your own yeah, anger that's and what I resentment. Mean. Okay. I, it is a misery in my life. Like my whole <laughs> mind is just riddled with anger. It's, a, it's, it's horrible being in here. See, I just get to just just cruise on, Cruising I on float through. through the world. Honestly, don't know how you do it. This <laughs> is the gamut of human emotion, you know, yeah. spread forth before us today. And we're going to hear from some incredible podcast listeners with incredible competition stories. Coming up, you're going to hear about Broken Pride, a creative drawing, and brightly coloured piss. <laughs> Our first story comes from Adelaide in Adelaide. <gasps> Uh, when I was in primary school, I used to get a lot of first and second places at the swimming carnival. Uh, so skip ahead eight years, I'm in the Navy, uh, there's a swimming competition and my group were hesitant to volunteer for events. So I thought, oh, I can do this. I used to win in primary school, sure. 
so I entered the 200 meter freestyle. Hell yeah. It's the first event, first event, and I was so poor and so slow that everyone had pretty much finished before I'd gotten to the 100 meter mark. <laughs> and so, yeah, out of the corner of my eye at the 150, they're like, it's okay, you can just give up, get out, it's fine, you're done, like, it's okay. Uh, I was stubborn and wanted to just keep finishing. Yeah. I thought, you, Eric, the yield. Yeah. So I, I yes, yeah, yeah, refused. So I finished the 200, got out, and they were like, um, it's okay. Um, your excuse for the rest of the day. This is obviously not your thing. Thanks for teamwork, but that's okay. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Had you, ruled out had of you signed up for other events uh, later yes, in the day? Yes, <laughs> uh, I had. Um, but... Uh, so, but uh, this is where it kind of gets funny. The next, the next event was the 50 meter backstroke, which I was in. Mm-hmm. I did it because I refused to not. Okay. I came second. Came hey. second. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Not bad. Okay. Re- redeemed myself a little bit, but <laughs> it was pretty embarrassed. It why, was. I got out, and they were like, "So bad at freestyle, and then so good at backstroke." The breathing. So when you're doing the freestyle, uh, you've got, you're supposed to have your head in, and oh, I was yeah. just terrible at the breathing, but backstroke, you can breathe That's as much as you need to. I would imagine <laughs> in the Navy, yeah, being a bad yeah, swimmer is about as embarrassing as it gets. <laughs> mm. You would you would think it's actually very common. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? That's you're on, terrifying. You're on a boat. You don't actually have to swim. I don't, if, anything goes, if anything goes wrong. I don't want to tell you your business, but I think if you're on a boat, you should know how to swim. <laughs> That's, I'm not the you defense know, minister, but that would be my rule about the Navy. Everyone should know how to swim before they get on a boat yeah. for Australia. You, you, wow. You have, you have to pass a swimming test, but you don't have to be a good swimmer. You right, just have to okay. do a basic swimming test. Yeah, wow. basic swimming test. You don't have to be competitive. Yeah. yeah. My goodness. Also, I love that Lewis Hobber using his national platform to call out the troops. Wow, <laughs> Lewis. Wow. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry wow. that I. I'm sorry I care for their safety. Oh, that's on me. Patrick, what's your compete story? Oh, g'day. I used to be in commandos. And um, we used to always get smashed by the instructors about making sure we hydrate with lots of water. So it got to the point of it being ridiculous, like even doing navigation courses in a classroom, they'd stop us every 20 minutes to have water. Oh. Um, so we had a competition that who could have the brightest urine by the end of the day by not drinking, um, like, like all the guys, against the instructor's knowledge. And um, we, uh, you know, even pack marches and all the physical stuff, we still had a competition who could drink the least amount of water oh. and prove it by having the brightest urine at the end of the day. So you had a literal pissing contest. Yeah, and so the idea was to, to not <laughs> not go to the toilet as much as possible did, and prove to everyone that you haven't drunk much. Did you ever just consider having, like, a bunch of vitamin C or, like, you know, going with mm. a sort of, you know, different Asparagus, Barocca, Barocca, these yeah. kind of situations. Yeah. Well, that you, your diet's very... Tightly controlled, so it's huh. not like you can get vitamin C or Barocca without anyone. Oh, without I see. Knowing. Did you right. ever win the literal pissing competition, Patrick? Well, actually, I won it so many times <laughs> that I actually um, I, I failed in my career because I was always last in the runs and last <laughs> in the push ups. <laughs> never hydrated. And I was never hydrated and I failed. I never got my green beret. No! No, no Patrick! You needed your orange beret. But uh, <laughs> so it cost me my green beret, but at least I won a few times in the competition amongst the boys anyway. That's wild. I would imagine that it is hard to find a more competitive group of human beings than the commandos. 
the next competition story comes from Freya in Western Australia. Freya, what is your compete story? So I went to a super religious private primary school and when I was around six or seven, would get asked to write a little summary of what we did on the weekend and the best story would get a gold star and a sticker with like a Freddo. So I decided to write a super in-depth, detailed story, including dialogue and drawings of how my mum got absolutely wasted <laughs> at a family birthday <laughs> instead of the Taekwondo competition that I'd actually won that weekend. <laughs> <laughs> so I won the gold star sticker. But the what can you, sorry, correct. just really quickly, yeah. I don't know if you remember, but do you remember what the drawing looked like? Yeah, so there was two. Um, there was one of mum unconscious on the toilet <gasps> because I thought she I thought she died. So <gasps> I got my uncle and I ran up to him and I thought she died. So I asked my uncle to save her. So there's a photo of her unconscious on the toilet and then there's another one of her throwing up <laughs> all over the bed. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> so you got the gold yeah. star in class. I did. What oh. happened next? I- and then um, the story actually made its way to a heap of other teachers and yeah. made its way to the headmaster <laughs> yeah. who um, gave me an even bigger sticker and wrote a comment saying it was actually really well written. Oh. So mum comes to pick me up and I was so excited to read it to her <gasps> and she was absolutely mortified <laughs> that it was all about her being drunk and unconscious and throwing up instead of my actual Taekwondo competition that I won. Oh. So... Dad still has the story, and um, <laughs> Mum absolutely refused to pick up or drop me off after that. So oh, incredible! Wow. Now, Freya, obviously, as someone who obviously has won a taekwondo competition, um, mm. now that you've grown up, can I ask, have mm. you ever passed out on a toilet? Mm. Have you? <laughs> Look, <laughs> neither, neither say yes or no. Okay, so yeah. I won't confirm yeah. that. Won't confirm yeah, or deny. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree, <laughs> or vomit far from the bowl. Incredible stuff from Freya in WA. And now, Perko, whenever um, a prime quality example of motherhood comes up like mm. that, there are times where you will say, that's the mum I aspire to be. Yeah. A couple of things that stick out to me. There was tits out at the tennis mum. Yep. There was um, the mum who flipped a car to rescue her yes. child. Unfortunately, by the time we got to rescue child mum, You'd already committed to being tits out of the tennis mum. It's true. No, I think if you remember that episode. Yeah, one is slightly mm. more admirable than the other, isn't it? Yeah, now, and um... he picked the right one. <laughs> but now a challenge has entered the uh, the fray, Perko. Yeah. Um, yeah. Passed out on the toilet mum. Yes, exactly. So... But- I think you're missing an important part of the story. And, yes, it is passed out on the toilet, Mm mum. Mum can still party. That's fine. But what you're missing is that Freya then chose to use her mum as, I'll say it, a muse for her art. Okay. Would I say no to being a muse? Absolutely not. Yes. Do you know if you've ever been a muse for art before, Perko? Um, Probably voodoo dolls. (laughs) (laughs) That count as art. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess. I mean, yeah. it's a creative process, I guess. So you're like, what? Well, I'm an artist. Oh, I'd love to see some of your art. Yeah, come oh, over to my yeah. house. Yeah, give me some of your hair. Yeah. And, um... I wonder, hey, Perko, would you mind whipping up one of Will Arnett? <laughs> <laughs> I'm to just stick some knives and some backs. Uh, well, we do have heaps more stories about competitions uh, coming up. You're going to hear about a cheating scandal in a moment and a very lucky second place, as well as, of course, a classic injury story involving a shot. G'day, Amber. What is your compete story? 
Okay, um, so about 10 years ago, I was working as a door host on a nightclub um, in Sydney uh -huh. and one of our product reps came through and said, we're having an in-house competition, um, like the top three people who collect the most pool tabs off our cans get to go on on a staff day out and it ended up being skydiving. So I was like, oh my God, I want to win so bad. Mm -hmm. But um, being the door host, I didn't actually come into contact with the product at all. Uh -huh. So it was going to be really hard for me to win. Um, but thankfully, my older brother worked in another venue nearby which also sold said product. So at the end of his shifts, he would go through all the bags of rubbish with his, um, with his kitchen staff and bartenders and they kept all the pool tabs for me. And I just floored everyone with hundreds of these pool tabs and everyone was like, how the hell did she do that? And so you won. <laughs> I did. And you went skydiving? I did. It was it was amazing. Hang on, so you cheated your way onto a plane to then jump out of it. Did you yep. at all worry that the karma mm. you would have received from cheating would have resulted in a skydiving accident? Did that up the stakes for you at all? No, that never crossed my mind. Oh, well, wow. <laughs> different, we have different morals. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our next story comes from Will in Melbourne. What's your compete story? All righty. So uh, let me set the scene for you guys here. I was... 10 years old and about a month prior I'd broken my toe and I was competing in the 200 metres at the district championships. So there I am hobbling along trying to keep up uh, anywhere near the other boys but I'm falling further and further behind. Now back in the day they used to have individual timing gates when you finished a race. So mm -hmm. the guy who won the race has leant forward and put his arm through my timing gate. <gasps> now I've crossed the line in about seventh mm. um, and started walking off the track pretty angrily and very disappointed in myself but uh obviously i had my broken toe mm. so i'm packing up to go home and they've announced that i've finished second <gasps> and automatically qualified for the regional finals <laughs> he's going to regionals we're going to regionals with a broken toe wow with a broken toe so i've stood around and no one said anything and no one made any inquiries <laughs> So I didn't actually go up onto the podium to get a, a medal or a ribbon or anything. I felt a bit cheated, but I uh, definitely showed up at regionals a month later to run. No yeah. way! <laughs> and had your toe healed by then? How'd you go? It had not. I finished about fifth. A little bit better than the seventh because I finished on the day, but, uh, yeah, still, still sore and still hobbling along. Didn't the wow. person who actually came second realise what was going on? I don't think so because you're allowed to protest if you think that you've come second uh, mm -hmm. you know, and actually look back at the results, but... There was no cameras or anything, you know, it's yeah. uh, under 11s racing, so it's not the most hyper-competitive <laughs> one in the world. Yeah, they probably were just like, oh, if I have to go to this, I'm going to miss Saturday Disney. Screw that, I'm going on. <laughs> Ash in Rouse Hill is our next story. What is your compete story, Ash? So, yeah, when I was 15, um, I was playing in a semi-final for netball and I fell over and broke my wrist during the game. Oh. And I thought our sub player was too shit to go on. So I just threw my hand down my skirt and played the last quarter with a broken arm. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Because you often hear about these <laughs> like heroic. kinds of stories about like, I don't know, rugby in the 1980s or something or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've never heard this kind of story with netball before and I feel like this is the kind of grit and determination that makes netball a wonderful sport, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> so how... So you played one-handed? Yeah, I thought I'd play better one-handed than the sub player could play. Damn. <laughs> that is a grim indictment on your sub. What position yeah. did you play? Goalkeeper. Uh -huh. oh, and okay. the sub player, the sub goalkeeper... 
Were they like, do you stand by your decision? Like this, <laughs> years later, you're like, nah, they would have sucked. Yeah, absolutely. Whoa. <laughs> Why were they even there then? Like they might as well have just gone home. I know, right? I clearly had it one-handed. Whoa. <laughs> Did you win? No, we lost by one point. <laughs> oh, no. That's exactly the kind of difference two hands would have made. <laughs> Alyssa from Sydney, what's your compete story? In primary school, I was quite good at shot put. So went to the school carnival, won it there, got to regional, won it there. So I was training for state. Hell yeah. And the school had lent me a shot put to like train at home. So oh, I was no. in the backyard one day training with my sister like she was helping me I'm like I'm throwing the shot put she's rolling it back she rolls it back one time and it flicks up onto the concrete that I was standing on and I've gone to catch it and as I've done this it's landed in my hand pushed my hand into the concrete and completely removed one of my fingernails oh, 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 no. I was just I was literally just thinking, this has been a really pleasant series of stories this week. <laughs> and then, oh. God. It was not pleasant. It was, there was blood oh. everywhere. I was screaming. Oh. My mum was on the phone to a friend at the time and she's like, oh, my God, oh, my God, I've got to go. Um, and oh. then just rushed straight to the doctor who then completely removed what was left of my fingernail. So I went through the rest of primary school without a fingernail on my oh. middle finger. Oh. How long does it take a fingernail to grow back? Do they ever? Um, over a year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> what do you do? But like... it grew back because I was told that it might not. <gasps> and as a child, I was very scared of that fact. <laughs> what? I've never seen a denailed finger. Does it look just like you a little worm? <laughs> It's it's horrendous. Yeah. It is the most grossest thing. Did, the healing process, yeah. disgusting. Did you have to like wear a band-aid on it or something yeah. to keep it covered while you were healing? Yeah. It needs a little finger yeah. helmet yeah. to protect it. <laughs> could you have yeah. Yeah, could, could you have just got some um is it called chillax or whatever? Like oh. the fake nails on? Is that <laughs> Perko, um, is that what they're called? There was nothing to attach the <laughs> shellac to other than just pure blood and pus. Oh, like, oh, no. oh, <laughs> you can't stick to pus. Oh, nothing <laughs> sticks to pus. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I genuinely thought we were going to get through today without a horrific injury story. Like, yeah. I really thought we were close. Why you know? would you think that? <laughs> I don't know, because we were just on such a good run and everyone was doing these competition stories where it wasn't, like, graphic horror. Mm. And then, of course, hiding in the shadows was a pussy nail. Oh, oh, my God. My whole body clenched. <laughs> I've told you this story before, I think, and I can't remember whether it was the podcast or not. But I told you about my friend at Sovereign Hill who ripped off his nail. Did I tell you about this one? Uh, I don't remember. Feel free to refresh my memory. Okay, so uh, Sovereign Hill is a gold um, rush uh, recreation of, town. Yeah, in yeah. in regional Victoria. And so it was about an hour away from where I went to school. So we would go there for school trips quite a bit. And we went when I was in primary school. My friend Will Penny, um, you do an old school 10-pin bowling. So it's the kind where the ball is wood. The lane is wood and the pins are wood. And you mm-hmm. hold the ball with two hands and you put it under your legs oh. and then throw it forward yes. like sort of reverse tunnel ball, like forward tunnel ball. Yeah. Anyway, he held the wooden ball and he went back underneath his legs and as he threw his hands with full force Ugh. forward, his fingernail oh. caught on a splinter yeah. on the 10-pin bowling alley and ripped... His whole fingernail off. There was blood 
all oh, over the Sovereign Hill bowling alley. Now, obviously, the great thing about that is if you're at the Sovereign Hill and you do have an injury, they've got probably a medic with a bunch of leeches, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? I know he did um, actually end up dying of polio. Oh. <laughs> Old timey <laughs> smallpox polio. He got, he got the consumption. Yeah, he got the consumption. The, I would say the trifecta of old timey diseases. <laughs> Six months later, we were talking to Will, and he got out a white handkerchief and went, <coughs> and we saw blood on there. And we were like, like, "Oh, this isn't oh, no. good. He's a goner. <laughs> Leave him for the wolves. We got gold to pan." <laughs> well, on that oh. delightful note, Lewis, you know what time it is. What Perkins. time is it, Michael? Perkins, you know what time it is? No, I, I left my watch at home today. <laughs> Great improv skills. <laughs> <laughs> it was, Michael, because I am wearing a watch. Oh, oh, oh she just showed us her watch. <laughs> acting, acting, Jessica. <laughs> it is time for the one, the only, well, one per episode. This time, when we, we don't often have time to get to everyone in the hour. We also occasionally find calls that it might be a bit too spicy mm-hmm. to go to air directly on the airwaves. So we have a little segment here on the podcast just for you called the... Bonus Caller. Named after Pat Boone himself, the Pied Piper of Cleveland. It's funny every time. Pied Piper of Cleveland. I refuse to watch that movie. Yeah, never. I don't want to know what no, it's that's about. Gonna, I think we're going to have to watch it one day and do like a commentary. Oh, yeah. And do a podcast good. commentary we'll of the Pied Piper. have to do a screening. A screening. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets okay. are $100. <laughs> We've got it with the only copy of this is in like the Smithsonian or whatever. We've got to go track it down. <laughs> Our bonus caller today comes from the nation's capital, Canberra. Riley, how are you? Oh, hello. I, I don't come from Canberra. But, oh, that's um, interesting. Um, my name is Riley. <laughs> oh, interesting. Where are you from, Riley? Um, I'm on in Sydney on Gadigal Country. She's mm. from Sydney in Gadigal Country. She comes from New South Wales' capital, <laughs> Sydney, Gadigal Country. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, great. great covering, <laughs> thank I'm you. sure. <laughs> it's, <laughs> a, it's always the capital <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> I'll tell you why, because we're going to have a capital time, kid. All right. Sorry, Riley. Riley, um, what, is your, <laughs> what is your complete story? <laughs> Um, my story is I used to do this sport called equestrian vaulting. Um, it's like gymnastics on horses. Pretty weird. Ooh, uh, does the horse do more of the ooh. gymnastics or is it the human? <laughs> Sadly, it's just the human. The horse just goes in circles. I know. It's a bit, bit boring. You so just, you use yeah. the real horse like a pommel horse? No, it's like you're kind of dancing while the horse canters around in a circle. Oh, so you're not even on the horse. No, no, you're on the horse. You are on the while horse. canters around in a circle. <laughs> okay, sorry. I thought you meant the horse um, dances yeah. around you. Oh. <laughs> Oh, if only. No, no I wish. I've no, just looked up some not. clips of this. I think your description of using the horse like a pommel horse is not inaccurate, Lewis. Okay. You're, the people are doing backflips and dismounts and uh, spins and sort of, it's like breakdancing on a horse. Is Hell kind of yeah. What's going on. Yeah. To the untrained that's eye. That's a better description. Mm. Yeah. Very cool. Okay, we're on and board. Full body lycra. Yeah. Love that. Love it. Yep. Um, well, the story is that I was competing in a competition doing that and I put my hand up for the music to start because I do it to music and instead of my like orchestral instrumental track that was supposed to play uh, Everyone Has AIDS from Team America came on. <gasps> oh! Um, oh! No! Big, like big arena, this big competition no. and I was also like about 12 so. Um, <laughs> Were you familiar yeah. with the film and the song? I was, I was, um, yes. But so it's sort of for people who haven't seen the film, it's um, 
a very brief scene. It's sort of a parody of the musical Rent, mm. and yeah. the lyrics are just everyone has AIDS, and then they just name everyone. They're just like your brother and your sister too. Everyone has AIDS. Over the whole yeah. song is just everyone has AIDS over and over and over again. And in yeah. the context in a really of the like film, upbeat, kind of Broadway style. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, And in the context yeah. of the film, you can understand the comedic timing and whatever. Yeah. But obviously, in a different context. <laughs> In a dance yeah, no, horse competition. A, oh my yeah. god! Yeah, not in a horse arena in the middle of Richardson. No, it's it's, it's not the rollicking um, sort of laugh that uh, maybe uh, the creators of South Park wanted with their Team America songs. So, did <laughs> yeah, you no, keep, I don't think so. Did you keep doing your dance? Did you keep doing your routine? Oh god, no, no. They they stopped the music like very quickly and then put just some other song on. And they put on Chef's Chocolate Salty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was exactly it. How did you know? I want to know why that song was queued up to go mm, next, to you know? It's partially my fault. Um, I ha- didn't have any music. Like, it was like my first competition uh-huh. in this grade and I needed to get different music. And someone, don't ask me why, they had the Team America soundtrack on CD because um, it was back in CD days. Mm. And I was using the... The like Team America um, March song. It's oh, like, like an instrumental that's on the soundtrack. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. And they just <laughs> pressed the wrong track. So okay, oh. that is risky. Me, yeah, it's a risky <laughs> yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Moved, yeah. But for sure. Um, I was a child in my defense. Of course. No. Um, hey, no yeah. one's blaming you. Again, you're 11 at this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, Riley, that's amazing. Do you still um, dance with the four-legged beast? I certainly do not. No way. No. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. No. What no. was your most impressive trick? Um, I mostly held other people up. So I like was the base and held the ah, people up. Is it, there's more than well, one there's, person. Only, what? There's multiple people on the same yeah, horse? You can have up to three people. All what? dancing on the same horse. Yeah, which is huh. probably incredibly cruel. So, um... Don't yeah. do it anymore. Don't do it anymore. Wow. Again, you were a child, you, Riley. Yeah, you were you 11. No idea. Yeah, you were 11. I you were 11. I actually think a horse could take three 11-year-olds. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. I think that's fine. Oh, they weren't yeah. all 11-year-olds, Okay, well, I was trying to help <laughs> you out, Riley. Yeah, Riley, come I tra- on. I was trying to dig up, but, you know, thanks for bringing us back team. down. <laughs> Don't absolve me of my sins. <laughs> <laughs> Feel uh, a lot of guilt from this. Again, Riley, you're 11. You're 11, Riley. That's wild. All right, Perko, it is time now for you to do the one job you have on this podcast, which is judge the very best story in the nation on the topic of compete. Now, got a late entry there from Riley and her horse equestrian dancing um, snafu. Mm. Uh, is that going to make your top of the pops? Top of the pops? It is very good, and it's such an inappropriate song. Uh, even within the context of the film, it's like it's – it's very dark humour. Pretty on. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very funny. We heard some great stories. I mean, I loved Patrick's story just because the stakes were so high in that um, because he was always so dehydrated because he was so good at not drinking water um, and having nice dark-coloured piss. <laughs> He ruined his career chances. If he had to drink more water, mm. he could have killed Bin Laden. He could have been on <laughs> SEAL Team 6. He could have, yeah. And instead... And instead, yeah, who knows what he's doing no, I now. Think that's Call where, it our stupid show. I think that's where um, SEAL Team 6 recruits from. It's the um, Australian Army Reserves. That's where they get a lot of the SEAL Team 6 from. <laughs> So as much as I did love that story, I think um, just for it was a a well-told story and also added to my aspirational list of 
of traits I hope to have one day as a mother, um, I'm going to give it to Freya. That is so funny. And, like, and, and a young kid being like, well, I'll tell you what happened on my weekend. Mum got shit-faced. <laughs> Here's some pictures I've drawn. She's on the toilet. I thought she was dead. Like it's just wild horrifying. and it's mortifying for the mum but so, so funny. So it's got to go to Freya. She is simply the jest for this week. Congratulations to Freya. She's going to win a big red sticker that says, I was the best on Simply the Jest. And I love that story for one reason as well, which is that no teacher stopped it. Yeah. You know, the teacher heard it and was like, you know who's going to love this? Another teacher. Yeah. And that teacher went, you know who's going to love this? The entire staff room. And then they went, you know who needs to see this? The goddamn principal. And everyone's giving it a star. And the principal's going, that's actually very well written for your age. That's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. And nobody spoke to mum and said, hey, is everything okay? Yeah. They were just like, this kid's got talent. <laughs> Particularly considering the um, upbringing they've had. <laughs> She might be a genius. <laughs> well, we can all celebrate tonight by um, doing as Freya's mum did and getting drunk and passing out on the toilet, if you'd like to, Jessica. Yeah, well, obviously. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's Monday night, of course. <laughs> what else would I be doing? Uh, thank you so much to all the people who sent in their stories for Simply the Jest. If you would like to send in your story, and I can't say this enough, without you and your stories, this podcast doesn't exist. It's mm-hmm. just us talking about, I don't know, Nice dark piss, apparently. Nice dark piss or um, me talking about how Will Arnett's podcast isn't that good, but it's very popular. I think it's pretty good. No, I'm just kidding. It's fine. I don't know why I picked that one. It's actually great. Um, Yes, we do need your stories, and the way we find them is we put up a topic every Tuesday on our Instagram at nothobba, H-O-B-B-A, and Hing, H-I-N-G, official. You know how to spell that. At Not Hobber and Hing Official. And uh, Jess Perkins uh, will be picking, giving you the new little topic every mm-hmm. Tuesday. Now, uh, have any reviews come in? We do love to peruse the reviews. <laughs> we actually do have a review here. To this per- one has actually been submitted not on the iTunes or uh, Spotify service, but via mm. Instagram DM. Don't mm. have accounts, but uh, <laughs> they can't give us any stars on that. <laughs> well, I mean, Carly has written five stars. Carly's DM'd us on Instagram saying five stars. Uh, do not listen to Simply the Jest, the dinner episode, while eating dinner. It will put you off your food, particularly the bonus caller. <laughs> oh. If you'd like to find out what Carly's talking about, you can go back and listen to last week's episode, Dinner on Simply the Jest. Oh, in fact, that um, bonus caller did provoke another review, which I've just perused. Um, this per- what comes from Big Damo 69 <laughs> Great. Uh, who gave us five stars and said, would have been higher if it wasn't for the story about a cat ripping the head off a puppy and eating its corpse. Now, if that sort of thing alarms you, this podcast is not going to be a happy place. I think that's a very simplistic <laughs> understanding of that story. It was much more nuanced than that. Was it? With, it, with context, it was the a much funnier were story. High. It was a funny story. Yeah. But I think really what you've done there is is really take Bo- it back to its boil skeleton. It down. Boil much it down like, to the puppy skeleton. Yeah. <laughs> the decapitated. Much um, like the cat did. <laughs> Uh, well, um, if you'd like to listen to Sip of the Jest Live, we do it on radio Wednesdays at 4 o'clock. Otherwise, you can listen to Hobber and Hing from 3 p.m. on Triple J. As we said, Dear Misty Stories, follow us on Instagram and uh, also at Jess Perkins. You know, give her a little follow. Yeah, why yeah not? go on. Thank you to all of our uh, producers, Tia Newling, Christine Sheridan and Lou Hill. And we'll see you next week. Bye. Pure blood and pie. G'day, it's Dr. Carl here. Have you ever wondered things like, can our eyes change colour? 
did the Big Bang really happen? And why does cold weather make you wee more often? Well then, the Science with Dr. Carl podcast is for you. Each week, join us for a weekly injection of science, myth-busting, answers, and of course, the magic three words of I don't know. Science with Dr. Carl. Listen now on the Triple J app.